Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to the Milestone Pursuit podcast. The Run Coaching in Your Ear edition. It is Friday the 12th of March sludgy underfoot it's just been raining and I'm aware I've been a bit missing in action in recent weeks and that action has been homeschooling action but we're through it now for a week of the kids back at school and that transition's been a little bit tricky but it's been okay the thing with the homeschooling it wasn't just the time that it took up it's also the energy required it's ever so tiring herding cats, herding children, all tricky, not much fun at the time but it's over now and actually interestingly already starting to see an improved relationship between me as the chief homeschooler this time round and them since I've been back at school which is both a great sign that I didn't completely muck it up and morning and a sign that actually this is what they're supposed to be like they're supposed to be at school they're supposed to be having structure and discipline or an organization and other adults than their parents to learn from and inspire them and support them and all those wonderful things that teachers do so i've been missing in action but we're back with some speed first one of these in a while and today we're going to go pretty hard at it we're going to do a few sets of two minutes hard out of breath hard 60 seconds rest 30 seconds all out everything you've got another 60 seconds rest that's a a set and we're going to do six of those it's going to be fun And we're going to focus a little bit on technique today. We'll get into that in a bit. But first, a little bit of a little bit of preamble, a little bit of chat as we go. First of all, I thought I'd share a little bit about what's been going on at the Milestone Pursuit, and it's been good. Things have been good. We've been training with purpose. We've been supporting people as they move towards life post lockdown the imminent opening up of and the reintroduction of organised sport gives us a little bit of encouragement we've got people looking forward to getting themselves out there over 5k, 10k even the marathon in the coming weeks Coach Cameron Ewan is working hard to get himself into tip-top shape he's just missed out on a place in the Olympic trials marathon 
taking place in Kew at the end of this month, in two weeks' time, in fact. But he's still working hard and lining himself up for the next option. So that's good to see. And many others are, are training with purpose too. And I've done really well through this, this period of, of lockdown and rubbish weather. So fair play. Fair play to you all, well done. May the spring pay some dividends for that winter graft. Uh, we also have the early milestones program is flying, doing really well. We've got lots of people involved, lots of new people enjoying in inverted commas getting stuck into the podcast sessions and involved in the WhatsApp community so that's all good and same is true of the Master Sheet Running Club which is largely in place for graduates of the the Early Milestones Programme which is a reminder the Early Milestones Programme is sort of builds on Couch to 5k where do you go next get a little bit more support so that's all good and the breaking news on that front is that with London in October either in reality or in virtual worlds with that in mind we are going to do a marathon programme I've said it now so it's going to have to happen it's been on the to-do list for a little while but now I've said it it's going to have to happen so we're going to support people who are inexperienced at the marathon to help them to help them get through and enjoy the life changing experience that the marathon is especially the London Marathon in reality fingers crossed everything goes to plan across the summer and we can we can participate in mass competition by the autumn fingers crossed so that's exciting looking forward to that more details of that to come now the other thing to think about is our elites in particular Josh Griffiths Charlotte Perdue and Natasha Cockrum all competing in the Olympic trials race in two weeks time good luck to them they've all been training well over the winter let's see how they get on Olympic spots up for grabs again fingers crossed that all of that is actually able to happen in particular the Olympics themselves feels to me like it's something that we really need even without spectators we're all sort of more accustomed to that now it's a bit rubbish but it's certainly better than nothing and watching the European Indoor Athletics last weekend there's definitely no nothing was lost for not having the crowd there from a TV viewing perspective at least I mean the athletes might have found it harder I don't know but maybe not indoors small small arena but I think it's important that we have something that connects us globally I even thought 
that if it doesn't go ahead, they should do it anyway. But assign Japanese athletes to each country and just have Japanese athletes competing against each other, Ekiden style. Well, that might be quite fun. You can employ a, uh, an American sport like draft system. They go around picking in order the athletes that they want, mix it up by sport, have a bit of fun. But hopefully it won't come to that. But the other thing that's going on in the sport that's been interesting is this ongoing debate over the recent months over shoes and it's like exactly the same as this time last year when we were discussing the shoes from a road running perspective and what impact they were having whether it's fair or not the carbon plated shoes were a thing and people's times were suddenly improving and well records were getting smashed and We had that debate and then Covid thankfully killed that debate. We we're back to it again with Spike Tech. So it's been interesting to watch the same conversations. And the reality is, it's pretty clear, both the anecdotal and the empirical evidence would suggest that carbon plated shoes and the shoe tech generally is speeding up our athletes and from my perspective as long as it's a level playing field it's fair everyone has the same access to the same kind of tech and obviously there's differences between different brands of shoe but as long as it's fair and reasonable then it's racing that matters and it's the races that you remember world records, all time lists they become less relevant for the time being there'll always be a place for them of course but for now for me it's all about racing and when we've got the Olympics and even look at the European indoors the European indoors there's some fantastic racing No one cared about the times. It's about who came first. And I'd like to think that's what the Olympics will be like too. So we'll focus on the racing between high quality athletes who have to train hard regardless of what the shoes are going to provide for them. Because they have to compete with one another. But the debate is interesting because on social media, which is the only place where people chat about things these days, it's, it's really quite divisive. The nuance gets lost. Morning. Nice to Vicky Parks. Morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's my friend. Lives around the corner. His son's a really good runner. He's gone back to Victoria Park today. Funny. Anyway, uh, 
yeah super divisive the debate typically the older generation of athletes and coaches are upset and think that either the shoe tech should be outlawed or changed or that we wipe the slate clean in, in terms of how we monitor and measure performance and then the younger the younger guys who who might get upset that their their efforts their training their hard work are being put down to and then and then therefore their performance is being put down to the shoes and not their hard work and their effort which is a bit unfair and as ever I can see both sides and that's why I like let's focus on the racing that's what it's all about at elite level but that divisiveness pervades and it pervades through everything really that we've seen and to me it seems to be getting worse not better and maybe it's because we're all so tired that social media has become the only outlet to have conversations with people or digital media certainly is and we lose the nuance of face-to-face conversation and debate and the most divisive character of them all took a was hoisted by his own petard this week that of Piers Morgan I find find him strangely fascinating I sort of know that I shouldn't and he doesn't rile me but I'd like to observe and see what happens and it's clear that he's divisive for a purpose and that purpose is attention and that keeps him in the public eye which is where he wants to be I would like to ask him why he likes to be in the public eye, what that's all about. But that probably won't, that opportunity probably won't present itself. But it would be interesting to know, and that's the thing that sort of fascinates me. Is to, other than attention and presumably money and fame, what sits behind it? I suppose where this leads and I'm just ambling along before we get into our speed session is one of the things that I've really noticed that the pandemic has done which I think is to have sped up a whole bunch of things that would have happened anyway or that were happening anyway but it's accelerated stuff it's accelerated divisive debate I think because we're not meeting in person to have civilised debate and in the coaching work I do in businesses I've seen that it's accelerated the desire for people to find fulfilment in their work that doesn't sit there currently and fulfilment in their life so looking at doing different things looking at moving on and reflecting and I'm sure that's a very common mindset and in lots of cases the things people are saying are literally that I, I probably wanted to do this anyway but the 
pandemic has shone a real light on what's important to me. Another example of how the pandemic has, a, has sped up something that's happening anyway is the digitalization of our world. We increasingly spend our lives inside a screen, inside a handset. Sometimes I hold my phone and I just look at it and go, there's so much of my world is wrapped up in there. And my work. Certainly through the pandemic, the work. Even this, obviously, this podcast. Obviously, the socials, the chats. It all sits inside a little, little box. And I say, I think that's, that's happening anyway, but I think it's really been speeded up by the pandemic and in particular obviously homeworking using zoom a lot or teams or whatever it is you're using and not being able to see people in the real world and i spoke a lot about this in a recent recovery ramble actually another edition of this where i spoke about the importance and value of human connections and my hope and my belief is that we'll value them. We'll value them more, certainly in the early part of the post-lockdown period, but hopefully for time to come. And maybe we'll become more comfortable with our reflective uses, or respective uses, rather, of digital tech and real life. And then through that, of course, we have to think about the role of running. And for me, it's created real purpose. It's created reason and opportunity to get outside. It's available to everybody. It's important for everybody from any age, whether you're a nine-year-old who's been stuck at home for weeks or an 88-year-old who's been stuck at home for weeks. Movement and running can free and unblock you. So that's a key purpose and then having some purpose around that running, working towards something that's specific and interesting to you and motivating to you make a real difference long live running eh who'd have thought who'd have thought that the most innate human activity maybe after sex could be so powerful in a time of crisis okay enough worthiness let's do some speed shall we let's Let's smash out a session. Okay. Let's get into our warm-up, shall we? So we're going to do an eight-stride warm-up today. Remember the principle that the greater the intensity of the session, the greater the intensity of the warm-up. So it's eight strides. We're going to do 50, 80 metres. If you don't know how far that is, just go on my timing. So you're looking to increase your pace 
but gradually through the eight. So go from number one through to number eight. And by the time you get to the eighth stride, you are starting to really put it in. And then getting a little bit out of breath, getting your heart rate up and ready, getting things a little bit looser and mobilising. We'll do it. Um, drills and exercises with familiar stuff on the way back as well. Okay. Right, how are we doing? Are we ready to get going? Okay, stride number one, take it away. Just open up the legs nice and gently. Nothing too aggressive for number one. More than a jog, obviously. And we'll hold it there. Good, and we're gonna walk back to where we started. And we're gonna do our familiar favorite up on our tiptoes. Stretching out the calves, the heels, ankles, and the toes all in one go. So walk right up on your tiptoes. Good. And now we're going to rock back onto our heels, straight leg, curling your toes up towards your knees. Stretching out the shins, the lower leg. And we'll switch back onto our tiptoes. And back onto your heels. Electric bike dude going by. And back onto your tiptoes. And once more onto your heels. Okay, and we're going to turn and go into stride number two. When you're ready, take it away. Number 50, 80 metres, something like that. Let's open up the legs. Okay, hold it there. Good work. We're going to go into some walking lunges on the way back to start with. Nice big stride, dropping the rear knee down towards the ground. Hips and knees facing forwards. Good chance to open the hips up, stretch the quads, hamstring, the inner thigh. Did I say five or six on each leg? I can't remember how many I've done. I'm going to say that's four. Feels like four. A couple more. Good. That's my six. We're going to go into some hamstring swings now. So we're going to stand on one leg and I'm going to swing the other leg back and forth three or four times, standing on the spot. Open up the hamstring, loosen off the hamstring and then take a couple of paces and do the same on the other side. A couple more paces and go back to the right side. Or the first side, whichever you chose. Oh, I'm falling. Work. And a couple more on the other side. Good. And then our last little, little warm-up exercise for now is going to be into our internal hip rotation. So this is where I'm going to stand on one leg. I'm going to point 
I'm standing on my left leg. I'm going to point my right knee out to three o'clock on the comp place in a raised position and bring it round in a raised position down in front of me. And I'm going to take a few paces and do the same on the other side. So the left knee is going out to nine o'clock, round to 12, and then back to the right. And alternate with a few paces in between. Again, five or six on each side. I think that's three. A few runners out today. Such a beautiful morning. One more on each leg. Good. And let's go into stride number three. Off we go. Gain 50, 80 metres. Good. You can hold it there. Okay, a little bit more dynamic now. Let's get a bit out of puff. On the way back, we're going into our skipping drill. A bit of playground skipping to help us along. Let's go, tucking the knee up into the chest. Bouncing along. Playground skipping. And jog. Good hip mobilisation drill. Okay. Back to where we started. When we're ready. Off we go for number four. Open the legs up, let's start working a little bit now. Morning. And hold it there. Good. And we're going to go into those skips again, exactly the same this time again as ever. We're going to push off the ground a little bit harder, a little bit higher. When we're ready, let's go. Let's focus on that push off, the quality of that calf power. Good work and jog. Okay, four down. Let's go for number five. When we're ready, take it away. Open those legs, come on. And hold it there. Okay, on the way back this time, we're going to go to high knees, classic high knees drill. Get the thighs up, sorry, the knees up so the thighs are parallel to the ground. Keep your weight moving forwards. And when you're ready, let's go. Knees up, knees up, knees up. Come on, let's get those knees up. And jog. Jog back to where we started, well done. Okay, and let's move into stride number six. Let's start putting it in now, come on. Let's go. Good, well done. 
and on the way back this time we are going into high knees exactly the same but this time a little bit quicker so we're going to try and get our feet up and down just a little bit faster when we're ready off we go let's go up and down up and down up and down up and down get the feet up and down don't let them have too much time time with the ground let's go 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 and jog Ooh, hard work okay two to go for warm up let's put it in let's get a little bit out of breath when we're ready number seven let's go Good work. Well done. This time on the way back we're going to do our heel flicks. But remember this isn't the one where our knees are down and we're looking around and we're flicking our fingers behind our bums. We are heels up and knees up. So heels are tucking up underneath us as we go, a bit like riding a bike. If you want to start with your knees down so that you know that you're bringing your heels up, that's fine. That's a good place to start, but then bring your knees up pretty quickly. Okay, dog on an extendable lead in front of me. Okay, when we're ready, we go heels up, heels up, and now bring the knees up, bring the nails through. Come on, let's go. Heels up, knees up, heels up, knees up. Keep going, heels up, knees up, heels up, knees up, knees up, knees up, knees up. Oh, all over the place. Jog. Jog. The coordination of my legs was better than the coordination of my brain and my mouth. Okay, last one. Let's put it in. We're getting out of breath by the end of this. When we're ready, let's go. Last ride, put it in. And relax, well done. And we're going to turn straight around and do the same as before. So we're going to go heels up. Knees up, that's better. And off we go. Heels up, knees up, heels up, knees up. Tap those heels right under your bum. Try and kick you, your butt if you can. And jog. Good work. Okay, and just as we get ready, I'm gonna go straight into it. Just a little bit of a reminder. We are doing two minutes hard. You're going to get 60 seconds rest. Then you're going to go 30 seconds all out, everything you've got, followed by another 60 seconds rest. So the hard is obviously, you know, it's what you can sustain for two minutes basically. It's not a sprint, nobody can sprint for that long. But it'll be quicker than your 5k pace today or your 5k effort level that's the aim out of breath at the end of the rep okay how are we doing six sets of this my first one's downhill so that's nice but then it's going to be a little bit undulating after that I'm using a big continuous loop in the forest okay we're going to get ready we're going to go in 10 Okay, we are going in five, 
three, two, one, go. Two minutes hard, come on, let's put it in. Out of breath at the end of this rep. It's only two minutes to go on my timing, so I'll let you know where we are. Okay, we're through a minute. Doing well. There. Okay, you got 20 seconds. Inside the last 10. And hold it there. Good work, that's your 60 seconds. So that's your two minutes. We're going to take 60 seconds rest. And then we're going to go 30 seconds all out. Let's see what we got. The rest period, particularly this one, likely to fly by. Ten seconds, and then we're going again for thirty seconds, as hard as we can. Let's put it in. Proper sprint effort. We're going in three, two, one, go. Thirty seconds. Come on, then. Let's go. What can you do? Hold it there, well done. Well done. So we'll take another 60 seconds rest. Now, technique. How did that all feel? Hard work on the breathing, I'm sure. I'm sure the legs were getting tired. But let's now do a little bit of work on the technique. 
throughout the rest of the session. And we're going to start by thinking our hips. We've got 30 seconds before we go again. So we're going to get our hips high, tall, creating length in our legs. Okay, we've got 15 seconds. So you really want to be thinking almost like you've got to push your hips forwards, your pelvis forwards, like in doing a hip bridge in Pilates or a squat. Get those hips right forwards. Okay, you ready to go? We're going to go in five, three, two, one, go! Two minutes. And let's get those hips forwards. Hips forwards and up. Almost imagine that you're trying to see above a big crowd back in the days when big crowds were a thing. You're trying to get really tall through your hips. them right forwards as you run. undulating section for me now. I've got to keep my hips forward, not let my bottom sag behind me. And that's the opposite feeling to the one we want. Okay, we're past a minute, doing well. Good. 25 seconds. Keep those hips up and forwards. Last 10. And hold it there. Good work. Well done. Take a 60 second break. And then we'll come back for 30 seconds all out. So the principle behind the high hips is all about creating length in your legs. So many of us living a sedentary life as we all do, we're not hunting for our light livings. Many of us will run in a seated position with our, our bum behind us, our weight back, because that's how we spend a lot of our time. But if we can push our hips forwards, and if, you're, sorry, if your bum is behind you, it's really hard for get, to get any length in your legs. And I'll talk about why that's important in the next interval. Okay, we're good to go, 30 seconds. All out in three, two, one, go. 30 seconds, let's do this, come on. 
Keep working, come on. All the way. Get the hips up now. And hold it there, well done, 30 seconds done. Thank you. Okay, 60 seconds rest. So if we can create length in our legs, and this is between in our joints, so extending the hip and the knee and the ankle so that the distance between them each is as long as it can be. And then what you have is your muscles are extending and become like elastic bands. So when they extend, they stretch and they get, they get tight. But when you release them like an elastic band, they ping and they'll ping you forwards. It's not quite as passive as that, but the principle is the same. So you're trying to pull your joints apart to be able to stretch your hamstring, your quads, your calves, so that they power you forwards from a really stretched out position like a spring or an elastic band. Okay, all right, so we've done two sets. Set number three coming up in five, three, two, one, go. Two minutes, starting right uphill for me. Let's work hard and get those hips high and get some height in your legs. Come on, hips up, pelvis forwards. Morning, create some bounce as you're doing that. Getting those hips up. I've just gone through a minute. Let's keep working hard, come on. Hard section for me, this. Through the undulations of the forest hump strava segment 25 seconds good work and hold it there Oh. oh, that was hard. Even with my hips up. Okay, 60 seconds rest and then we're going to go into a 30 seconds all out. See what we can do. 
got 30 seconds left so let's keep those hips high keep lengthening your legs turn your muscles into elastic bands pinging it across the room hitting the teacher in the eye getting suspended from school failing your GCSEs not a true story okay we're ready to go in five three two one go 30 seconds all out come on get the hips right up up and forwards that's 20 and hold it there well done good work we're halfway through the session So how is that technique working for you, getting the hips up? Seeing any benefit? Let me know. Let me know if that works. Is in the next reps, I want also to think about our head. And we're going to do the same thing, the same principle with our hips. We're going to keep the hips up, but we're also going to get our head up looking forwards to create length in our spine. And this is really where you want to be looking ahead and thinking you're trying to look above your crowd. Okay, so let's get our head up and forward. Be looking up at the horizon, not down towards your feet. We're going to go in five, three, two, one, go. Two minutes with your head up, rising above the crowd. Get your hips forwards head looking 30, 50, 80 metres up, maybe more if you can. It's that runner in the distance that I can see anyway, coming my way. Hips high. Good work. Head forward, skill. Come on. Pass the minute. on last 15 
can hold it there, well done. 60 seconds rest. Good work. So we're getting our head up, looking forwards, not looking down at your feet. Stretch out the spine. And you create the same impact in your lower back. All oh, your back. Particularly your lower back. Pull the hips up. Those pin you forwards. Get that. Those muscles stretched out. You got 30 seconds. And the added bonus of looking up rather than down is you open up your airways, so you're able to get more air into your lungs. You get that all-important oxygen out of the air and into your bloodstream to your muscles. Right, we've got 10 seconds and we're going for our 30 second all out effort. So this definitely really focus hard on your hip height and your head. Going in three, two, one, let's do it. 30 seconds, come on. Thirty, sixty-second rest. Sorry, four sets complete. Okay, so this time, think about that head again. Okay, we've got thirty seconds before we go again. So we're going to think about that head, looking above, looking up at the crowd, above the crowd, looking to see who's on stage at Glastonbury from three miles back. Oh, those were the days. Crane your neck almost, really stretch it out, stretch out your hips. Okay, we're going to go in five, three, two, one. Two minutes. Hips high, head up, looking forwards. Well done. Keep looking forwards. Doing it, come on. Hit high, forwards. Head up, looking forwards. You got 50 seconds.
Last 30. Last ten. Morning. And we'll hold it there. Well done. Good work. Oh. So as we prepare ourselves for our thirty minutes, uh, sorry, thirty second all out rep. I'm going to throw one more H into the mix. Hips, head, and heels. And we talked about this in our warm-up, getting them tucked up underneath us. And we're not looking to replicate that. Not necessarily, anyway. But we are looking to get the heels up. And it's a really good cue for running faster without having to think, oh, I've got to put more effort in. I'm just going to work harder, and you will work harder, but let's start with the, getting the heels up. So our hips are tall, our head is forwards, our heels are up, we are going in three, two, one, go, 30 seconds, all out, come on. Lift those heels, get them right up underneath you for 30 seconds. Ten more. Come on. Heels right up. And hold it there. Well done. Good work. How did that feel? Get those heels up with a high hip as well and a high head. Good effort. Okay, doing well. One set to go. I'm going to apply all those principles exactly the same. Hips are high, the head is high, the heels are up into a two minute rep. We've got about 15 seconds before we go again. This woodpecker's banging the old tree over there. Okay, we're going in five. Three, two, one, go. Two minutes, come on then, let's put it in. With our hips up. Our head up and our heels up. Through the mud. 
around the dog walkers. Good, we're well past the minute. Doing really well. Keep working. Those heels now, get them up. Come on. 30 seconds. Sustain. Keep working, come on. All the way. And hold it there. Well done. That's two minutes. Minutes rest. Whew. And then we'll go for one more. All out, 30 seconds. With hips head and heels all up easy to remember let's get everything high all the H's okay we're going in 30 seconds or so it's just some stretches that await us at the end so let's put it in Still recovering the breathlessness, and we're going in five, three, two, one, go. Let's go. 30 seconds. Everything you've got. End of the session. Come on. Everything high. All the way. Nearly there. And we are there. Well done. Good work. Good work. Hold it there. Let's go and find a tree. There's plenty of them for me. A tree to lean against, to recover against. Also to stretch against. Oh, it's a beautiful spot on a lovely day. The old endorphins are rushing round now. That's another subject for another day. Who knew there'd be so much complexity to running? And the tree I'm looking at has got holes all the way up here. It's a dead tree, but I'm guessing the woodpeckers have attacked it to get the insects that are probably inside it. Anyway, enough of that. Let's do some stretches. So I'm using a tree. You can use a wall, a bench, lamppost, whatever is convenient to you to lean against. 
and I'm going to start with a calf stretch, foot is flat to the floor, I am in a straight line, my ankles, my hips and my knees and my shoulders are all in a straight line, I'm pushing into the tree and I'm also pushing backwards with my knee and my calf to strengthen the stretch in the top of my calf and I'm switching legs to do the same on the other side. Good, and then we're going to go into a quad stretch. So this is the front of the thighs. So picking your heels up to our bum. Something we're getting familiar with. The knees are together, and the hips are forwards. Feel the stretch down the front of the thigh, which is in the quadriceps. And switch. Same the other side. Good. And we're going to put one foot in front of the other and the front leg is going to be straight. And we're going to move into a hamstring stretch. So bend over that front knee with that front leg straight and you'll find you'll stretch in the back of the thigh down towards the knee, which is the hamstring. And we'll switch and do the same on the other side. Good, and then we're going to go into a uh, glute stretch buttocks. So this is right ankle over your left knee, standing pigeon. And then we're gonna go down into a squat position, nice and low, feel the stretch in the back of the top of the thigh into the buttocks. And switch. Good, and last one is our hips, so this is like a lunge. We'll take a kneeling position. I'm gonna drop my rear knee down towards the ground, I'm gonna rest it on the ground, I'm gonna push my weight forwards so the knee on the standing leg is going over the tops of the toes on the standing foot. Feeling a pinch in the hips, perhaps in the inner thigh. And switch and do the same on the other side. Good, well done, great session. Thanks as ever for joining me, hope you enjoyed it and we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.